of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pierre, on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 488. Today we'll be talking about the push toward final victory, putting the Middle Eastern conflict into the context of the global socialist revolution. I want to open up with a little poem here, friends, uh, because I have I have some resistance to diving into this topic. And then as I as I my you know I the top of page this morning just kind of spilled out. Okay, okay, I'll enter the fray. I'll pick up my sword and use it to slay the illusions and lies within what they say to slice and lay bare the truth of the day. Grr, you know, I just, I really don't want to talk about what's happening in the Middle East, but yeah, I suppose, you know, it's understandable that most people want to talk about what most people are talking about. And of course, why there are so few of us daring to talk about anything different, you know? It's it's human nature. And in the modern era of tech and media proliferation, the appeal and the inertia of, you know, language silos and echo chambers, it's amplified exponentially. Herd mentality, group think are amplified exponentially. Thus, you know, with the uh, flick of a switch, the public consciousness can be trained pretty much in any given direction, uh, kind of like spooked cattle running this way and that, and then boo, ah, you know, hup, cow, hup, cow, and all of a sudden, man, all of a sudden the cows are running the other direction, you know, and, and then they're spooked, they're, they're running around stampeding without any real sense of direction of their own, and of course without any awareness of the cliff that's looming nearby. And so it is with the Israeli Hamas narrative, which of course sprouted out of the shocking headlines of heinous crimes and then instantly became the all-consuming focus of major media outlets. You know, of course, much to the chagrin of Lodomor the Jackass Zelensky and the uh, minions of Americans still numb, you know, numbly just standing by in solidarity with, with his failing efforts to defeat the evil Russian tyrant. Everyone's standing there with the Ukrainian flags like, wait a minute, now I got to get an Israeli flag? I don't understand, you know? I thought we were fighting against Vladimir Putin, the evil Russian tyrant, you know? <laughs> Zelensky, he, he's, he's saving democracy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it just all of a sudden, it just changed, and people just stand there dumbstruck, and by the way, uh, Putin happens to be running for re-election in 2024. Uh, I, I, I haven't seen polls putting him in the head-to-head with Joe Biden, but I kind of think he might win. At any rate, uh, <clears throat> I've simply been ignoring the unfortunate conflict over in the Middle East for the last couple of weeks, mostly out of protest because I don't want to talk about it uh, because it was so damn frustrating to watch the switch get flipped and then all of a sudden, you know, all the other truly important issues of our time seem to just evaporate instantly from the public psyche. Uh, People were triggered. People were all of a sudden, you know, hopping up and down, shrieking about prophecy and Armageddon and God's people and holy war and World War III and on and on and no Nobody seemed to care about all of the politi- political corruption and the moral rot right here at home. Nobody seemed to care about the prolific use of state censorship to interfere with and manipulate the outcome of the 2020 elections, uh, about the use of weaponized government agencies to attack and silence political opposition, or about the use of weaponized AI to reprogram social consciousness at a global scale. It's like, meh. 
whatever, you know. Oh my gosh, they're beheading babies in the Middle East, ah! You know, I mean, I get it. I uh, Today, we're going, I am going to very reluctantly turn my attention towards some headline analysis of the Trusted News Initiative in order to tie what's happening over in the Middle East back into the bigger picture issues that we need to be dealing with. Starting out, let's go ahead and take a look at the world through the distorted lens of CNN, who stoically informs us that the world is turning against Israel's war in Gaza and Donald Trump is living in a self-created bubble of alternate realities. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> you know, you could take a look at uh, CNN's front page this morning, Trump's day in court and, and all of that, and Interestingly enough, you know, their prioritization of Donald Trump over their palpable hatred of Israel is telling to me. It indicates that the wizards behind the curtain still see Trump as the greatest threat to their plans to fundamentally transform the United States of America into an unrecognizable global socialist state. More on that uh, in a moment today, friends. Uh, but but first, I just want to point out that... Uh, in the polls today, Trump is utterly trouncing uh, Ron DeSantis. You know, Republican runner-up Ron DeSantis is 40 points behind Donald Trump in his own state of Florida. It's just crazy. Now, that said, turning to the other side of the Trusted News Initiative over at Fox News, uh, we see the same priorities. Uh, just slightly inverted, looking over at, uh, at Fox News, instead of the world turning against Israel, we find universities turning against supporters of Hamas uh, and, and prominent Republicans taking swipes at Donald Trump. And, you know, on, on a side note, if you look at that screenshot of CNN and Fox News, hey, by the way, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to see these spiffy annotated screenshots and uh, kind of tune into what I'm talking about here. So on the bottom left of the Fox News front page this morning, there, there's a there you got a picture of the raging anti-Semitic, anti-American, warped, moronic. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. She's chanting a genocidal chant, and it's it's interesting to me that, you know, they say, oh, she crossed the line, but really, they're downplaying the fact that just yesterday this, uh, this, <laughs> this absolute nutcase was accusing Joe Biden of supporting genocide against Palestinians. I'd mentioned that in passing at the beginning of yesterday's report. I didn't want to get into it, but according to uh, the BBC, uh, Rashida Tlaib's claims of genocide in Gaza have drawn bipartisan criticism, despite the fact that her claims actually reflect the sentiment of tens of thousands of millions of Palestinian supporters all around the world, tens of thousands of whom happen to have marched through the U.S. Capitol, chanting, Biden, Biden, you can't hide, we charge you with genocide. Biden, Biden, you can't hide, we charge you with genocide. You know, this lady didn't cross the line. I think, you know, uh, I just, she, I think she said the quiet part out loud, you know? I want to emphasize 
that uh, these protests that are happening stateside that, that are happening all around the world, they're, they're being global, globally organized against this so-called genocide. And the mainstream media is mostly mum about it, right? The mainstream media doesn't want people out there talking about genocide so much. Uh, I mean, it's out there, but they want to kind of keep that away. They don't want uh, U.S. politicians saying that this is a genocide. Now, there's a reason for that. You know, those who get their marching orders from the Trusted News Initiative realize that they are walking a tightrope of public opinion. Hence, you know, the folding of truth about the rabid anti-Semitic elected officials, uh, you know, griping about and chanting about genocide, but they're, they're folding that truth into, you know, the reassuring bipartisan condemnation. Oh, she, she stepped over the line, uh, you know, a bipartisan criticism of, of this genocide narrative. But, but, but in reality, this fight against the genocide in Gaza is a narrative that is being driven by the global elites, the global socialists. And if you don't believe me, friends, just read it with your own eyes. Another screenshot here. I did search in DuckDuckGo for millions of Americans protesting genocide in Gaza. And what I found it was the, the way forward in the fight against genocide in Gaza, coming from the World Socialist website. Uh, the huge protests throughout the Asia-Pacific against the ge- uh, Gaza genocide, again, from the World Socialist website. And those are the top results. And I find it absolutely fascinating that the World Socialist website is pushing this genocide narrative and calling out the, quote, near total blackout in the corporate and government media, end quote. So you got the global socialists calling out the blackout in the corporate media, government-run media, about this genocide in Gaza. And more fascinating still to me is how the leftist media outlets in America, they're actually parroting this narrative like faithful foot soldiers of the global revolution. Uh, not, uh, not, not necessarily front page, if you will, but at MSN, they've got uh, protests across the U.S. call for Israel to end its siege and genocide in Gaza. We've got uh, what uh, uh, over at uh, the Daily Campus. No, I, no, no. This is another MSM. Israel's war in Gaza and the specter of genocide. We've got the the campus, the Daily Campus website saying the Biden administration fuels genocide in Gaza. And it just goes on and on, friends. Genocide is underway in Gaza. U.S. leaders can't say we didn't know. Harvard students stage protest and die in against Israel's genocide in Gaza. Code Pink joins a historic march to demand the end of genocide in Gaza. Rashida Tlaib posts a video accusing Joseph Effing Biden of supporting genocide in Gaza. Friends, the point is this. Any sort of bipartisan criticism of Tlaib is, uh, it's only, it's being conjured out of thin air as a cover-up for the fact that she accidentally let the official narrative slip out to the wrong crowd. Kind of like Kamala Harris did with her, we need to reduce the human population remark, as noted by yours truly in Torch Report 421, Donald, Donald Trump versus the depopulation agenda. Now, here's the twist, friends. You know, socialists lie through their teeth. And 
I believe that there are socialists running the Trusted News Initiative. There are socialists running the United Nations, the WEF, and etc. So, you know, to understand that socialists lie through their teeth is really important. <clears throat> it's not just uh, uh, a Freudian slip so much as it is an actual tactic. You may recall that the lying through the teeth is a commie tactic that, that is explicitly spelled out in the Communist Manifesto, which emphasizes using language that has a hidden higher meaning and socialistic interpretation that is the exact opposite of what they're actually saying. So according to the Communist Manifesto, in short, they lie and it works. And it works because... You know, a large percentage of the population just believes whatever they're told. That's why it works. So don't uh, don't lose sight of that. And I think also that we should not lose sight of the fact that these socialists' ultimate aim is nothing less than the complete destruction and the forcible overthrow of all aspects of existing society. It would be wise to keep in mind that the global socialist, i.e. the communist, the first step in winning their worldwide revolution is to win the battle of democracy, which we've discussed at length. And so with that in mind, let's turn our attention back to this world socialist website and uh, their bogus proclamations of genocide, because I, I don't think it's a coincidence, but let me ask you, do you think it's just a coincidence that liberal Democrats are saying the same thing as the world socialists? Do you think that it's just a coincidence that the globalists at the UN are saying the same thing as the world socialists? Uh, you know, or could it be, could it be that all the people out there parroting this narrative of genocide in Gaza have been infected by the socialist mind virus and they are mindlessly repeating the talking points that simply advance the global socialist revolution? Could that be? Now, my instinct, friends, leads me to the latter. And as a result, I think it's pertinent to ask the question. Is it possible that the global socialist revolution will intentionally lead to genocide? Is it possible? Now, they use hidden language to conceal their real intent. We know that, right? Uh, they use words that imply the exact opposite of what they mean. We know that, right? So the the world socialists are saying, oh my gosh, there's a genocide in, in Gaza and it's due to all these imperialist capitalistic pigs. And... Maybe they're implying the exact opposite of what they mean. Now, as I was digging into the, the World Socialist website this morning, the global socialists, they praise the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution as if it's proof that the goals of communism are not just a utopian dream, quote, but rather a real possibility that could be achieved, period, end quote. The global socialists believe that this communist revolution in Russia, the Bolshevik Revolution 1917, that that revolution verified Karl Marx's theory on the dictatorship of the proletariat, the dictatorship of the working class uh, in modern lingo. And 
the, the global socialists or the world socialists, they have dubbed this Bolshevik revolution, this communist revolution, this dictatorship of the proletariat. They've dubbed it a democratic revolution in Russia. <laughs> okay, so talk about twisting words, the exact opposite. The democratic revolution in Russia. No, they didn't give the power to the people, man. They, they consolidated power and control and ended up starving millions of people under a tyrannical commie regime. But pay attention to their words here. I want to share a little excerpt uh, from the World Socialist website. They say, and I quote, The Russian Revolution marked the beginning of the end of the old system of colonial rule established by imperialism in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. It radicalized the international working class and set into motion a worldwide revolutionary movement of the oppressed masses. The major social gains won by the international working class, including the formation of the industrial unions in the United States in the 1930s, the defeat of Nazi Germany in World War II, the implementation of social welfare policies of the post-World War II era, and the process of decolonization were byproducts of the Russian Revolution. Period. End quote. Now, maybe you caught it, maybe you didn't, friends, but according to... The World Socialist website, the communist revolution in Russia radicalized a global movement of the oppressed masses, and that ultimately culminated in socialist policies being implemented in the United States. And it sounds so lovely. I mean, wow, that's so great. Wow, that great Russian commie revolution. You know, it was a democratic revolution, and, and, and it brought social justice to the United States. <laughs> it's nuts, you know. Uh, but, of course, you know, they forget to mention the historical fact that tens of millions of people starved to death and were executed under the tyrannical commie regime, but hey, at least they radicalized a global movement, right? Here's the point, friends, here's the point. Quote, the socialist revolution begins on the national arena. It unfolds on the international arena, and it is completed on the world arena. Thus, the socialist revolution becomes a permanent revolution in a newer and broader sense of the word. It attains completion only in the final victory of the new society on our entire planet, period, end quote. According to the World Socialist website, friends, the ultimate final victory is a new society on the entire planet. How many times have you heard me screeching about the great inescapable socialist surveillance state? It's a global socialist state. It first begins at the national arena, then it unfolds into the international arena, and it's completed the ultimate final victory when they've imposed socialism on the entire damn planet. Friends, beneath the battle that is playing out in the Middle East right now is this relentless march toward the new world order, the socialist world order. The globalists, who are socialists at their core, who have formed an unholy alliance between communists and fascists via their rebranded public-private partnerships, the globalists who have co-opted environmentalists and progressive activists and useful idiots to advance their goal of total control over a reduced human population, the these globalist schmucks are, in fact, in their own words, seeking to establish a new society on the entire planet. Friends, this is their final victory, and their day is getting close. Among 
the final obstacles to overcome in this global socialist revolution are the millions of liberty-loving Americans who will fight to the death to defend the U.S. Constitution that is standing in the way of this global socialist takeover. They understand this, friends. The globalists understand that a house divided against itself cannot stand. The globalists understand that we, uh, the United States of America, currently is in no position to be fighting multiple wars on different fronts. They understand that if they can keep on fleecing we the people, then the days of our constitutional republic are ultimately numbered, and the majority of Americans will simply be too distracted and pacified to care, let alone to stand up and fight back. And friends, just try to keep that in mind when you're cruising the headlines this week, and that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com, find that little heart, click that little heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course, the greatest owner of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.